Chapter Twenty Six of The Rover Boys on Land and Sea by Arthur M. Winfield. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Reading by Matt Perard. Chapter Twenty Six: The Cave on the Island. Tom, Sam, are you safe? Yes, but I wasn't looking for such a cold bath as this. I guess we must have fallen into a regular well of spring water never mind what we are in the question is how are we going to get out can you touch the top of the opening no neither can i luckily the two boys could touch the bottom of the hole so they were in no danger of drowning they were in water up to their waists and calculated they had dropped a distance of two or three yards all was pitch dark around them and as silent as a tomb save for some water which trickled close at hand the bats had departed leaving them to their fate this is cave investigating with a vengeance said tom with something like a shiver never mind tom we won't die of thirst anyway do you think this is a laughing matter sam no i don't but i'd give a good deal to be out of this hole and out of the cave also i've got an idea let me climb on your shoulders and see if i can reach the top that way sam was willing and soon tom was balancing himself as best as he could he felt around with care sam moving from point to point as directed here's a sharp rock i think i can pull myself up on that said tom he tried with all of his strength and went up off sam's shoulders then the youngest rover heard him crawling around the wet flooring carefully when tom felt fairly safe he brought out his waterproof match safe and lit a match then one of the torches was picked up and he lit that but kept it partly sheltered fearing another attack from the bats by the aid of the torch sam was able to reach a sharp rock quite low down in the well hole and when tom gave him a hand he came up with ease both saw that the passage ended at the hole and hurried back to the main chamber of the cave. That's the time that right was not right, said Sam, wringing the water from his trousers, while Tom did the same. Let us try the left after this. I trust we don't get left by it, added Sam. The passageway was small and winding, but fairly level. There were several sharp rocks to pass, and then Tom gave a cry. I see a light ahead. It must be an opening, Tom. Exactly what I think. Both hurried toward it. As they did this, the opening appeared to grow larger, and they saw a number of bushes ahead of them. They pushed these aside and saw beyond a clear stretch of the bay, and to the northward the house they had built. The opening was twenty or thirty feet above the beach, and hidden in the rocks and bushes this is a short cut to the beach from the flagstaff said sam i wish we had put up the flag then we could carry the news of the cave to the others let us hurry back sam it won't take so very long to put up the flag with the tree still standing when they reached the gully they were careful that no further mishaps should befall them having picked up the flag they hoisted it once more stars down and then went back through the cave to the beach as they had imagined the others were greatly interested in the news all left the house and visited the place the girls did not go any further than the main chamber 
but the captain dick and old jerry made a complete investigation taking care not to fall into the well hole or any other unsafe place as the boys say this cave may come in very handy some time said captain blossom in case of a very heavy windstorm it would be a good place for shelter why couldn't the sailors lesher and baxter live here asked dick we don't want them and it will save them the trouble of building a house in case they don't want to live on the wreck no i advise that we tell them nothing about the cave said tom if we should have a fight and get the worst of it we could hide here and they wouldn't be able to find us very readily do you think it will get as far as that asked dora and her face showed she was much disturbed i hope not dora said dick but you must remember that we have had some pretty sharp quarrels already i think tom is right came from sam we'll not tell the others anything about the cave if they don't want to live on the wreck they can build a house or two just as we did on returning to the shore of the bay captain blossom and tom went on a hunt along the beach and presently discovered the rowboat that had overturned with them during the storm the craft was but little damaged and they soon had it mended and then the captain brought it around to the anchorage in front of the house i wonder when baxter and lesher will arrive with the sailors said nellie not before tomorrow night answered tom then do you know what i would do if i were you went on the girl what nellie i'd bring some stores away from the wreck and hide them in the cave if you did that it might save us a good deal of trouble for all we know that mate might try to take command and refuse to let us get anything more from the ship do you think he'd do that while captain blossom was around came from grace oh he might do anything when he is half full of liquor answered tom i think nellie is right i'll talk it over with the others tom lost no time in the matter and dick sam and old jerry agreed that nellie's idea was very good captain blossom shrugged his shoulders and looked ugly jack lesher shall not take the command from me he said if he tries it he'll find himself in the biggest kind of a row but you must admit that there is grave danger said dick yes i admit that then you are willing that we shall hide the stores if you want to won't you help us captain blossom of course we recognize the fact that those things belong to you since you remained on the ship up to the time she struck the island the speech pleased the captain and he said he would help them willingly without delay the two rowboats and the raft were called into commission and an hour later the men and boys were hard at work transferring goods from the wreck to the beach in front of the cave five trips were made back and forth the boats and the raft bringing over each time as much as could be conveniently floated by the time the last trip was made and the goods piled on the beach and covered with a large tarpaulin it was dark and all were utterly worn out by their labors the girls had prepared an extra good supper and of this they ate heartily and sat around a little while when they went to bed at the beginning the castaways had kept guard during the night but of late this had been done away with everybody being satisfied that no harm could befall them during the darkness but as the doorway to the house was an open one 
it had been considered the duty of one or the other to sleep directly in the opening this was dick's night and the eldest rover lay there sleeping soundly until about two in the morning by this time the moon had disappeared and the stars were partly hidden by some clouds the night was quiet save for the hum of insects in the jungle back of the house and the soft lap-lap of the waves on the beach of the bay suddenly dick awoke with a start he sat bolt upright wondering what had brought him to his senses so quickly he listened intently but nothing unusual greeted his ears i must have been dreaming or something he thought but he's queer i should be so wide awake at first he was on the point of lying down again but then concluded to get up and get a drink of water he arose to his feet and stood in the open doorway gazing into the darkness the faint light of a few stars shone in the waters of the bay and between the waters and himself he presently saw a dark form stealing along close to the ground what could that be was it something real or only a shadow dick rubbed his eyes and peered out more sharply than ever it was not a shadow but a real form slowly moving around to the rear of the house an animal or else a man crawling along said dick to himself and reached for his gun which stood close at hand then he made up his mind to investigate and stepped outside of the doorway for that purpose End of chapter twenty six